0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the premiere episode of A Guide to Poor Parenting, a podcast where me, Jason, and Jennifer, have a few drinks
1: and talk shit about our kids.
0: So for our new listening audience, my best friend and I, Jennifer, were sitting around during the pandemic and thought, all these idiots have podcasts. Why can't we? Right. (laughs) But I knew if we were going to do this, Jay, I was like, I'm going to need some... Booze. Yep. And my other favorite thing to do is talk shit about our kids. So Sounds good. You ready to talk shit about our kids? Always. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Do you want to introduce what we're drinking today?
1: Yes, we are drinking one of my favorite whiskeys, Jameson.
0: I think you actually brought this from your uh, cupboard.
1: Yes, I did. It's always there. <laughs> <laughs> but today I'll have to buy a new bottle because we'll drink it all. <laughs> yes, for our,
0: our listening audience, Jennifer's uh, my husband, Zane, my sweet, sweet Zane, uh, poured me and himself a little shot and Jennifer has a lovely little tumbler, about probably three quarters of a cup of Jameson and I was like, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, she finished off her own bottle, so I'm like, I want some more whiskey, but... Um, So welcome to A Guide to Poor Parenting. We hope you enjoy it. So the first couple of episodes, Jennifer and I, we thought we would talk about how we became parents. Now, we are not parents together. Um, I, Jason, am married to my lovely husband, Zane, and Mm -hmm. we have two kids, two adult children. And we are also currently raising our seven-year-old granddaughter. And Jennifer, um, somehow we suckered her into the same idea. Yeah. And little did I know. Little did you know. Oh my gosh. Uh, so she adopted a little hellion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You want to tell us a little about your little hellion?
1: Yes. I've had him for two years now.
0: And he is? He's
1: 10 years old now. I got him when he was eight. Um, his name is Wesley, because you'll hear that a lot, because I like to talk shit about him. Um, so we started the journey with an adoption class where we had to sit for three hours every Monday for, I think it was like 10 weeks. Yeah, I think it was. Um, And they tried to talk you out of it in a way. They were like, you know, telling you all the bad things that could happen. And then if you stayed, then they started helping you.
0: (laughs) How to cope with that shit.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, But I didn't, Well, I knew that I couldn't take care of a newborn. Yes, I could be a biological mother to a child, but a newborn is a lot. And I'm single. And I didn't want a baby daddy. And so I was like, well, why don't I get one that's school age? That way I don't have to worry about diapers and, like, daycare. Just send them off to school. So um, I got the idea kind of from you guys when you went through the program. And um, then... Did those 10 weeks?
0: Well, I'm going to back you up a little bit. Sure. So for our listening audience, Jennifer and Zane and I are, we're all based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And uh, we Zane and I had found a nonprofit called APAC, which is I think it's Alabama Pre and Post Adoption Connections. Mm-hmm. Something like that, Something yeah. Something like that. And um, we had uh, wanted to adopt. And so APAC will... Facilitate. They will do a home study for you for free. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with home studies and the adoption process, you have to fill out a home, have a home study filled out for you by a social worker, and you have to take a bunch of classes. And then um, the home study is reviewed by the judge at adoption time or something like that. I I think in like a typical like baby adoption, that's how it works. Um, But APAC did it for free because they kind of specialize in the more hard-to-adopt kids. So I think they specialize... Remember what they specialize? It was... I think it was older kids. It was
1: older kids and then ones with disabilities.
0: Yeah, medically fragile. Mm -hmm. And sibling groups. Right. So any of those are considered hard-to-adopt.
1: Yeah, you can't really get a child that's like under five. Yeah, And if they're five maybe to like eight, they have something going that's a little harder for them to adopt for i think yeah and they have a lot of teenagers and tweens and Mm -hmm. um that sort of thing but yeah you don't go through that process to get a baby
0: yeah if you're going to get a the if you want a younger kid you do traditional foster care right and then you i mean it's kind of a harsh reality but you kind of hope that the the parents uh, parental rights get terminated yeah um, and that almost happened to our daughter, so that's why we, Zayn and I, end up having custody of our granddaughter. Right. Um, oh, we were talking about APAC. Yeah. So um, we did uh,
1: talked about the ten week course, and in the ten week course, we had to do the a ton of role playing, the paperwork too. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you had <laughs> to pick what kind of kid you wanted to get.
0: No <laughs> no, no. Well what with, what yeah. What, what you
1: could do with it. Yeah. Um so like you had to pick would you take a child that was quadriplegic? And then it was what yes, no, or maybe?
0: <laughs> yes, no, or with assistance, I think. Yeah, there? with assistance, yeah, that's with what the it terminology. was.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, would it be a fire starter or a dog abuser or, you know, all the fun questions that they asked you and you had to fill out all these papers.
0: I think it was like the, the so the form Jennifer is referring to, I think it's called like the consent to parent or some. I don't Something remember. like that, yeah. It was like four pages of... Front and sh- back. Front and back of just all the possible conditions. So you had cerebral palsy, you had blindness, you had deafness, you had um, oppositional defiant disorder, attention deficit disorder. Any kind of disorder kids can have and, frankly, do yeah. in foster care. So if you're hearing that, that is my sweet, sweet husband's phone going off. <laughs> Even though he <laughs> reminded us to turn off our phones earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was... And that's a hard question to go through. Because yeah. you have to really soul search and be honest with yourself.
1: Right. And it doesn't have, like they might or it's just a little bit to an extreme it's either yes or no so the way that i answered the questions was if it was a mild case of it like do they like just the light matches or compared to like they're gonna burn the whole house down Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because you can always say no later um, but I was very... The only thing I said, like, a definite no to was any type of dog abuse, animal abuse whatsoever, since I have two dogs and two cats, I wanted to make sure that they were going to be okay, because that's the only... It's just me and then the animals.
0: Did you have... You had Salem at the, the, the third Well, I time. had
1: six, but two have passed since, because yeah. I had Bailey and Salem pass on me. So now I have four.
0: But you had... Didn't Bailey die... Before you got August?
1: Mm-mm, no, they oh, were all... Oh, you had three dogs? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, they were all there. And then you had... Um,
1: My fur babies.
0: You know, all your fur babies. Yeah. Did Salem die before Wesley came over?
1: Yes. Bailey and Salem both passed. But while I was doing the whole process, yeah, yeah, I yeah. had yeah. all of them. But yeah. Um,
0: so Jennifer's a animal hoarder. Yes. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not a bad thing to hoard. I'm just saying. Yeah,
0: better that than the kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, that was the only one that I really said no to um, was the animal. Because, like I said, you know, fires, it could just be that they like to light matches. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like fire. But not to the point where I'm going to burn the house down. But, you know, I like watching the fire in the fire pit or, you, you might know. might burn
0: someone else's house down. Well,
1: yeah. See, that's okay, though. <laughs> Can't what? catch me.
0: Okay, that's right. <laughs> Jennifer who? Yeah. Um... <laughs> But you know the funny thing is that we—I remember agonizing over our form, and you agonizing over yours because it's very soul. You're just like, oh God, you know, you just think about all these kids you're turning down. Um, but I am having been through the process and have been uh, an adoptive parent through through this process. Um, I don't think they use those forms.
1: I don't think so either because when they send you a kid, it's they don't. Yeah.
0: Maybe Go back to it. Maybe APAC does. And APAC is different from the state. That's true. Yeah. Because I, like, w- I know you got, no, you didn't get, it. we got kids who've been sexually abused and they've let us inquire, like, Zay and I send out, still send out inquiries on kids all the time. Mm-hmm. And some will like, they don't consult our, or whatever form. Right. And frankly, they've actually sent us kids like, oh, we'll just edit it. We'll just, ed- you know, um, correct it later. You know. Okay, so you motherfuckers don't even care about it?
1: Well, it's probably because State of Alabama, everything's still paper, and they don't do anything on computers. So all that paperwork we filled out, they do not have on the computer. Mm-mm. They have it in a file somewhere Mm-mm. that they have to go back to every single time to see what we answered, and you know they're not going to do that. They have like like one DHR worker probably has like 30 kids that they have to look after. Yeah. So they're not going to do all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for anybody wanting to a state as Alabama, just realize it is paper. Yep. It is not electronic, even though this would be so easy to yep. make electronic and it is I'm amazed that it's not. But good old Alabama. Yay. What's our state motto, Jennifer?
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: Wasn't it t- they know I said it was uh thank God for Mississippi. That's right. Otherwise we'd be dead last.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But yeah. So, all right. So after you filled out all that paperwork, then you had to fill out, I think, a financial form too? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: We you had to break down every bit of your finances. Oh
1: my goodness. You know, easy stuff like mortgage utilities, but then they asked me how much I spent on clothes and food and I'm like, I don't know because, you know, I don't pay attention to that sort of thing, <laughs> which is me. Um, and I accidentally filled it out wrong. <laughs> so I did it off one paycheck Instead of a month, so I get paid bi-weekly. so I just did it off one paycheck, not both paychecks. And my uh, my worker, who I loved, she was my helper on everything.
0: You're social worker.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, uh, my APAC worker.
0: Oh yeah, Jessica. your your pip. I think is what they call it. Yeah, yeah, I remember what her name, name but
1: and remember Jessica. I love Jessica. Yeah. She was she she had called me and she said, Jennifer, I don't think this is right because you're like out of money. I'm like, what do you mean I'm out of money? I have money. She's like, no, but with, it with your, no, I'm not rich. But she's like, with your form, you uh, you don't have enough to take care of a kid. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then she's like, well, you're barely there. I was like, well, let me look at it again. And um, so I looked and, and I was like, oh, well, I left off a paycheck. So, you know, that will do it. And she's Small like, details. yeah. So she was like, you know. Let's, let's add that together. It's like, oh, okay. And she's like, okay, now you may have way more <laughs> enough money to do it. Because they need you to be financially stable. Yeah. That you have to be, you have to show that you can take care of yourself, your house, and your kid.
0: Yeah. Now, the, uh, for most states, I think, no, all states, uh, they have an adoption subsidy. So if you adopt what's called a hard-to-adopt child, so older sibling group, and frankly, for a long time, it's a minority group, too. So yeah. if you adopted a black kid or a brown kid, uh, excuse me, I just had a cracker, um, black or brown uh, child, you got an adoption subsidy. Mm. Um, and we do get one here in Alabama, but they want, you have to be able to handle the kid financially before the check start.
1: Right, because you have to foster before you can adopt.
0: hmm and, and it's, it's you get actual actual check instead of direct deposit.
1: Yep, you get an actual physical check in the mail. And um, so yeah, I went through all of that. They came to the house. The DHR worker did, um, and my APAC worker make sure that everything was up to code and had all the fire not fire, uh, um, smoke detectors in the house. And I actually had to end up. Because I have no hallways in my house, all the doors kind of connect to each other, so I had to put in like four more smoke detectors for oh, each yeah. room.
0: I think I remember uh, you had did, to do it. Yeah, I remember coming over and <laughs> I I did that for you.
1: Yeah, and then I had to get a fire extinguisher, and of course I messed that up and got the wrong size, so I had to go back and buy another one. And they were <laughs> very particular of what you had in the house and how you had it, and the. Dogs and the cats had to have all their shots, and it was just—it was a lot.
0: What's funny is the Apex particular, but I don't think the state gives yeah. a shit.
1: I don't think so.
0: Because <laughs> I know when uh, our, we we're still certified. Jennifer let hers lapse because she she was like, "Wanted done, baby." Oh gosh. So. Well,
1: for a while, anyways, because <laughs> Wesley is a handful in itself. But, yeah, that yeah.
0: darling boy.
1: Oh yeah, that darling boy. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah,
0: I do remember. Yeah, we had to get a. Um, A fire extinguisher, too. I'm just glad we didn't have to, at the time we did it, and you didn't have, obviously, neither of us had a pool. Yeah. Because that apparently... Or a body of water. Yeah, a body of water. Because I think if you had an unsecured body of water, like if you lived next to a pond the kid just could wander off to, or a pool, you had to have water safety. And I think we actually did take the water safety class at the YMCA. We did. And it was kind of stupid.
1: Yeah. Well, because I think Wesley was coming to your house because of your hot tub. And you had to take it, I think, for you just to keep up with your fostering, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like the paperwork for it, because we you, you moved into the house with the hot tub. So we both took it, thought we were going to be in the pool, we had our bathing suits on, we were ready to go, and then we end up just sitting in a classroom talking about water safety.
0: And no one else, there's probably like six other couples. I think so, yeah. And no one else had bathing suits on. Nope just us we were sitting there like fools like
1: fools yeah and it was i was cold The yeah. room was cold
0: and it was it was slightly stupid we were like oh here's how you be safe in the water don't let the kid i was like jesus christ are you serious this is all common sense it, bullshit it,
1: right but some people don't have common sense so they have to mm-hmm. uh make sure that you know that people know about it so that's fine
0: i guess <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're hearing rustling we uh jennifer since she took up all the her lovely Jamieson, my husband's gonna crack open a bottle of uh basil hayden i think it is yeah is it right
1: no he wants to know if you want ice no
0: don't get ice because it'll just be loud in my microphone. our viewing audience will get and if you hear us crunching every now and then um we will uh one of our later seg- segments, uh, we will be discussing that. So if you hear any ice clinking, it's just us being alcoholics. Well, yes. Me being a big old drunk and Jennifer being a hardcore Irish woman who can...
1: Irish-German. Get Irish-German. it right. Irish-German. Get it right.
0: Um. Okay. So we did water safety...
1: Well... So Rebecca in the classroom thing. Um, yeah. So yeah. We, you know we had to do the home studies and all that stuff, but then the actual classes. I. They. Oh.
0: Well, let's let's back up a little further. Okay. So, Zayn and I did ours, and I remember when you were like, I think I want to do it too. So I was like, oh, or you said there was one coming up, an orientation, I think it was. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's at that church we went to. So we go to the southeast side of Huntsville in Jones Valley at, I think, Westbury? Mayfair, May- Mayfair yeah, Mayfair, Mayfair Church on Bailey Cove Road. Or, or
1: Four Mile Post, one of those. One of
0: those roads. Big church, big beautiful church. Um,
1: it looks more like a school than a church.
0: Well, yeah. um, <laughs> whatever. Where a lot of rich white folks yes. go to church. Yes, um, We get over there, and we don't see anybody in the parking lot. I was like, let me see that flyer. And it was Asbury Church in Madison. And for the people who are not in Alabama or in Huntsville, that's on the other side of town. Yes. Luckily, Huntsville is not that big. So I grew up in Houston and Austin. And so like to go from one side of town to the other is like a 30-minute drive. In Huntsville, it's 15, 10. So we made it pretty quick. We made got there pretty quickly, and they had barely even started and just yep. answering questions. Um, and I think there was who was in the cl- the orientation with you is
1: well. I think it started off with um, four couples, a single dad, and a single mom. Me, and then you had come just for support because I don't like to do anything by myself. Just for the, <laughs> just for the orientation, though. right? Yeah, Maybe. just for the orientation, and then. By the end of it, I think we had two couples, the single dad and me, because, you know, it starts off and they're really telling you all of the horrible things that can happen just to make sure that you are aware of what you're getting yourself into. So they kind of scare you at first. And then once they kind of weed out the ones that aren't like ready for it or, you know, didn't (laughs) know what they were getting into, then they start doing all of the uh, role-playing. And, of course, because oh, a single playing. dad and a single mom, they always put us together. Um,
0: now, was there any love connection? No, there,
1: there was not. <laughs> definitely not my type. I mean, he was a cool dude, but, yeah, definitely not my type.
0: I um, think cool dude maybe stretching the term. Well, I
1: mean, you know. Jennifer's I mean, that- can, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. It was not... For me and him, and I was good with that.
0: Didn't flood your basement? No, did not flood my basement. <laughs> not like even a
1: tinkle <laughs> into the basement.
0: Not even damp. Yeah, nope. I dry. remember dry, oh, <laughs> dusty, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. crusty. Hey. Uh, I'm just teasing. Um, I do remember, Like he was, he was personable, but he was just kind of like. Um, So for our listening audience, you may not get this reference, but uh, Jennifer and I are big fans of RuPaul's Drag Race. And there was a uh, queen on a recent season called Jan, and he vaguely reminded me of like a straight version of Jan, just like way too... I can
1: see that. He was always very happy. Yeah, like
0: way... At 110% constantly. Yeah. And he wasn't like I mean he was ambitious. Yes, well, like I mean he owned his own accounting company. Right, and like, oh. then he
1: now owns like a chain of uh, Baskin Robbins or something like that. Good so for her, yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, You could have
0: been rich. I right? mean, I don't
1: think he's gotten a kid yet because uh, we're actually Facebook friends. So no. you know,
0: there's still but, a chance. No, there's not. <laughs> um,
1: but you know, so he's doing good for himself. So that's good. But yeah. so yeah, we had to do role playing. So we always ended up of kind of either. So it was crazy. You neither have to be like the kid that was being taken away from their parents, or you had to be the kid that was being put into the foster care within, you know, the, the random people you don't know, or like they played out all of these different scenarios and then you had to react to them. So, yay for theater in high school.
0: Through <laughs> 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 a little improv. And yes. Do some yes um, and.
1: But yeah, so there was a lot of the role playing and it was. Sometimes it was stupid in my opinion. Sometimes. Like, you know, yeah, we know that kids go through some shit. I
0: mean, <laughs> you know,
1: these kids have lost everything. There is no like yes, we know this.
0: Wait till we get feed on the, he's got some thoughts and opinions on role playing.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, so went through the classes, 10 weeks, all the role-playing, all the paperwork, all the having to take pictures of the house to show that we did a little scrapbook for the kid that we're going to look at. And we had to
0: take pictures of all the kitties and puppies We did, in the kids' yeah. room. Yep. I think we had to hide a few bodies.
1: Well, so they were already hidden, so, you oh, know, it yeah. was fine. We'll
0: plant flowers over the, you know, where we hid them.
1: Well, there's a tree there, just so you know. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I think I like graduated, quote unquote. And then, not even a week, I think, after the class was over, I get my first kid. And through email, through what? It's called Nibs.
0: They sent a child through email?
1: Yes, they did.
0: That's amazing. Yes. I know they could do that nowadays.
1: Yes, it was a teenage girl they sent. <laughs> I sent her back.
0: Um, <laughs> you're like, do not email me.
1: Yes, but what's what does NIM stand for?
0: So, uh, what Jennifer is referring to is when they, uh, when you inquire on a kid or the adoption coordinators think you are a match, they will send you what's called a NIBS, which is non-identifying biography statement. There you go. And it's like all the like last names and. Not birthdays, but like last names, addresses, or cities, and that kind of stuff taken out of the out of the biography statement. Yep. Just so you have a sense of what the kid's gone through. Right. Unless you are like Zane and I, and I'm inquired on a kid, and you get full name, addresses where they've lived, yeah. and parents' name. So yay for good quality social workers. Yay. But yes, I, I do remember your first nibs, and I was like, goddamn, because like Zane and I finished ours, and I was like months before we got and shit you
1: had to inquire before you got mm-hmm. it right they didn't just send you like they just sent me randomly no they? they did send us one did they, okay.
0: they, they have that little boy but yeah we'll get that on my episode yeah so yeah, so, yeah. okay so, um but yeah, yeah so
1: i had a teenage girl and i i thought about it like it It went back and forth my first instinct was no here's a pretty little white girl. So I was thinking pregnancy and, <laughs> um, you know, just all the things that could go wrong. <laughs> and, uh, but then I went back and forth and I even talked to some, talked to you, you and Zane mm-hmm. about it. And, um, we have uh, counselors we can use through APAC and I talked to them about it. And then yep. I finally was like, I don't think that I would be the right parent for this kid. Yeah. Um, Because I did not do APAC for fostering because I knew I can't even foster a dog without wanting to keep it. There's no way in hell I could foster a kid and not be like, don't take this kid away from me. It's mine. Um, So I was just, I straight up said no to fostering. And the only way I would technically foster is if they already had the parental parental. termination rights. No, wait. parental
0: rights termination yeah ptr no nope.
1: what is it parental see? Terminated. Parental well rights that's what terminated, i mean. yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah there's it's called tpr but I, termination of I
0: mean, parental rights
1: there we go see gosh <laughs> words are hard
0: jennifer and i have the worst memories yes we have both have mom brain super bad
1: and covid yes brain fog yes so yay um, but so yeah, the little girl or teenage girl, I was like, you know, man, eh, for about three weeks yeah. thinking about I'm, it, I, you I, you. I struggled and then I was like, no, I'm sorry. I can't be her parent. And I hope that someone was able to be her parent. It was just not right for me.
0: Do you remember what her name was? I do not. Okay. Cause I don't think I've seen, I, I vaguely remember, they sent you a picture, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I had her picture with, the, or I went and looked on the Heart Gallery yeah. um, for her, one of one of the, the sites. And the sites, when you're looking for a kid, not them sending you one, but when you're looking for a kid, I hate it, but it's like you're shopping for a kid.
0: Oh, it you is. You
1: go through and you see all these cute babies and you're like, oh, but not like baby babies, but you know,
0: 10, 12,
1: 17-year-old, and you're like, aw, and you're shopping for a kid.
0: It is very uncomfortable. Oh, my
1: God. It's Like, just let me take them all. But Mm -hmm. it's like a catalog of kids. And then, of course, their biographies are, I like to swim and do dishes and read. And you know that's a whole bunch of fucking lies. I mean, oh, my God. You look at that kid. Like that kid likes to play video games and sit in his room. You know,
0: mm-hmm. and masturbate into his socks. There you go. Um, yeah, no. So what Jennifer is referring to is, you know, uh, well, all states have it. I think it's the Heart Gallery. It's like a kids up for adoption in that state. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure every state has one. I think it's some federal program. But there's a national website called AdoptUSKids.org, and if you register with them and supply the I don't know I think they con- you create a profile with them and then they contact your social worker to make sure you're not just lying right uh, they provide a few bit, a, few bit, a, few bit uh, a little bit more information like they'll provide a list of diagnoses if they're legally able to right so in Alabama like we were able to see you know it would have like oh uranesis which is bed and, and uh, I don't remember what some kids have like the poop uh, yeah bed pooping yeah. Um, at night um Sexual abuse or A D H
1: D is a big one yeah. amongst foster kids. Oh yeah, seems like every kid foster kid has A D H D.
0: Yeah, I think they said that with A D H D, it's a what is it called? It's um, A D H D is so similar to a lot of the like the trauma that these kids go through causes some sort of issue that it they're so similar, right. but they can be treated by the same medications. Right. So, yeah, ADHD is huge. Yeah. Like, like, most kids are medicated with it. Yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah, you had the girl. Then they sent me a little boy.
0: Now, hold on. I want to back up. The, Am I remember? Now, no, I have a bad memory, so I'm yes. going to. Um, didn't you get a teenage boy nibs? Who like had broken his aunt's arm or some shit like that? That was
1: after Wesley.
0: That was after Wesley. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, I remember we've talked about this story before about you know the girl and then and then Wesley's nibs. And I was like, damn, so I was another kid. And you were like, fuck me, no, he broke his aunt's arm or well, some I'm shit like that. I'm a single
1: mom, and you're trying to give me a big. 15 year old, I think he was. Was he? I
0: thought he was 17.
1: Oh, he might have been 17. Yeah. See, memories. um <laughs> But like, I was like, the there is no fucking way. I'm, yeah, I'm 5'11, but I'm still skinny. If you're a big 17, 15 year old, whatever he was, you, you could break your aunt's arm, you can break my arm.
0: Yeah.
1: I ain't gonna have it. Nope.
0: Jennifer's a tall drinker, tall hippie drinker walrus. Oh, thank you. Some beautiful knockers, but yeah, <laughs> she yeah, uh, like because I, I, like when I saw, I think we even got the picture, didn't we? And he was like, no, a, we no. didn't get
1: a picture of him. Okay. We got a picture of the girl, but not him. Yeah. But in his, in his his biography, it was like you know he's however old he was, and he weighed two hundred plus. I think it was. Yeah. He was a big boy.
0: He was built like a man. Yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, he will yeah. hurt Jennifer. So, yeah. yeah I so I glad. said no
1: to that. And it was in the... I had just gotten Wesley's nibs. And they're like, oh, here's another one, just <laughs> in case you don't like Wesley's. But
0: Which I, I have to say, I am jealous but not surprised by. Because Jennifer is a single mother. Um, Zay and I are a gay married couple. And we no. get shit for nibs. Like, they... Like didn't shit send us crap. Nope. Uh we got one, which I will talk about on our when we do our second episode, but yeah. I was amazed when Jennifer just like inundated with fucking nibs. I'm like, yeah, damn, that's homophobic. Well, because I'm
1: awesome.
0: You're a straight white woman.
1: Well, that's true, but I'm also awesome.
0: <laughs> well, I guess. If-
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so you you um get You, you say fucking out to the little girl. Well <laughs> I go, still
1: feel bad about um, it, well, so, sure. you know.
0: Um, <laughs> teasing, I'm teasing.
1: Uh, harsh. <laughs> this is way harsh, of, <laughs> Jay, way harsh.
0: This is the type of friendship we have. Yes. Um. Yeah, I remember you getting Wesley's nibs, and you agonized over that about two, because you were, well, not agonized, but you were like, mm, not sure, because there were some questions about... Sexual abuse. Yeah, and yes. there was questions, but there was no, like... Definitive, yeah. like oh, he was touched or anything like that. His
1: older siblings had stuff happen to them, and then they, in turn, did stuff to some of Wesley's siblings. They didn't know if Wesley was part of it because he was in the the kind of the younger of the siblings, mm-hmm. so we weren't a hundred percent sure. I still don't know to this day. I haven't seen any signs of it, but I still love him, so whatever. Um, but yeah, that kind of did have a little bit to do with it, but. I decided, I'm going to meet this little boy. Why not? Um, so I took the day off, drove to Birmingham.
0: Which is about an hour and a half and away. About an hour
1: and a half away, yeah. yeah. And
0: there was a, it was a, there's called the McGuane Center, but it's like a...
1: It's six, a science. It's a Interactive science. center, yeah. It had yeah. like four floors and you got to do a lot of hands-on stuff. Got to touch some stingrays and... You could see how fast you run, you know, all kinds of fun little stuff that kids love to do. Oh my
0: God. So and I guess these are runners. Yes. So I, I bet he loved that shit. Yes.
1: So we, so I get there and his, um, his social worker, um, Meredith.
0: No, he was, so just to clarify when you said his social worker. So in Alabama, at least there's a county level social worker that makes sure the kid's not dead. Like right. She checks in on them every now and then and make sure that, you know, still alive. And then uh, at the state level, there's a, an adoption coordinator. So that person tries to get the kid adopted. And right. that's that's who Jennifer is referring to. Okay,
1: yeah. So Meredith and um, we meet. She says, hi, here's the boy. And she leaves me. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. What do I do with this little shit? What, what, I don't know this boy. This boy don't know me. I'm all by myself. And I was like, okay, well, come on, little man. And, of course, he's like, yes, Miss Jennifer, because he was, uh, you know, trying to be in his best um, manners and everything. And then we go play and have a good time. And then I lose him at one point. And I remember he was wearing a red shirt. And I'm like, red shirt, red shirt, black boy, red shirt, black boy, red shirt. I keep looking around the crowd. I'm trying to find him. And then I'm like, oh, there he is. And I have to run to him because I'm like, what happens if I lose to the little shit? I mean... Do they do they like get me? <laughs> uh, you just left him with me. What happens?
0: No baby, for you.
1: I know. Then then, then I get kicked out the program. Um, but yeah, so we ate lunch. We had a good old time. Miss Meredith came, picked him up, and then I drove back home.
0: Yeah, I think when we—that's a little like I don't remember uh, the the couple of times we met with people with kids that they didn't just abandon us. It was like they sat around and were nearby, but they didn't be like, mmm, "Bah." Good cause luck.
1: you you was a gay, man. I guess that's what. It, well, they were worried that you take them to the bathroom. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, I remember when you went down there and did it. You're like, "Oh man, that kid has a lot of energy." Oh yeah. Because Jennifer and I are. Uh, she's. Just turned 40 and yep. doesn't look a day over 25.
1: Ooh, thank you.
0: Um, I'm 40 and have looked 40 for the last 10 years. No, <laughs> no I'm 40. <laughs> I'll be 44 in December. Yeah. So oh. yeah, these little fuckers wear Ooh, me out. They
1: sure do. But They want
0: to go play nowadays and they're like, oh, let's go running. I'm like, mm.
1: you run, I'll
0: watch. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good, Good job. job. <laughs> Grandpa's going to have a heart attack. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember when you came home cause you were, I vaguely remember you being excited, but a little not sure of yourself.
1: Well, of course, cause then it's just, you know, you just met this kid one time. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're on their best behavior and in his, um, bio, it was no medicine needed. Um, you know, the only thing that was really kind of, um, sketch, not sketchy, but like worrisome is the possible sexual abuse that was it so you're like what kid doesn't have medicine like what's going on and i saw Mm -hmm. that little boy run around like a chicken with a head cut off and i'm like "Mm, y'all lying to me
0: and when you all right i'm not gonna skip the story but he was always a hyper like bouncy little kid yes uh so i'm thinking his foster parents must have just plopped in front of the tv and like yeah whatever
1: well I, I agree with that. I think the majority of his foster family did that because he watched a lot of stuff he shouldn't have watched. And what? he, uh, yeah, we learned later. Was um, he watching Debbie Does Dallas? No, no. <laughs> it was Debbie Does the Barnyard. Oh, um, my what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this story. I'm lying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i mean he never watched it with me he might have watched it with
1: another foster family but you know oh, god. <laughs> but yeah so i met him that one time and then he they asked if he could come up for the weekend and i was like well yeah sure oh my god what am i gonna do with an eight-year-old on the weekend Ah, <laughs> uh, and so of course i made it fun who the fuck wouldn't make it fun
0: that was your first mistake. That
1: was very much so my first mistake. We we um, had popcorn, watched a movie. We went to the splash pad. We went to the park. I mean, we did all fun stuff, you know, because you're just here for a weekend, you know. He throws it back in my face now, two years <laughs> later. But we'll talk about that, I'm sure, on another pot, another episode. Um, but yeah, so one weekend, um, and then was I think it was 2 weeks they're like oh he's about to be moved to a foster family you want him yeah. um, what
0: that's one thing about i'm sure all social workers do like all foster care systems do it but in Alabama they're like oh meet this child he's moving in next week
1: yeah it unless, was so quick
0: yeah unless you are big about maintaining your boundaries and yeah. being like no 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 I want to meet him a few more times, see how this little hellion reacts. They're going to be like, oh, let it, here, you want
1: him? Yeah, and I was going through some things because one of my uh, my best friends, who was like a little brother, he had passed during this time. So I was all up in my feelings, and then they got me having an 8-year-old live with me. And I thought about it, and I was just like, you know what? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Bring his little ass because mm-hmm. you have to foster him for six months before you can even... S- Three. say i thought it was six it's
0: three
1: um maybe i think it's six because our lawyer took so long um three <laughs> months then um before you can even say yes i want to adopt this child so you could always be like okay i'm sending him home yeah. or go and send him back to another foster family
0: you know so what jennifer is referring to is that in alabama you have to so jennifer and i with well, jennifer zay and i are um we're not traditional we're not certified as traditional foster parents we're called pre-adoption placement. Uh, resources I think is the term I don't know know. Um, but when one of us gets a kid in the house that's not ours yet through adoption the only reason they're going to be in our house is because we plan to adopt them right so we're not traditional foster parents so we can't we don't get calls saying hey can you foster this kid while you know mom's going through drug rehab or some shit like that right if we have a kid in our house it's because we're we're thinking of adopting them right um so that's what Jennifer's talking about. And in Alabama, you have to have them for at least three months before the, I think the judge will sign off on it or yeah. some shit like that. But yeah, we did the same thing. We had to wait three months. And, but so, okay. So you get them up. You got them like blink of an eye.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's what it felt like. Yeah, like it felt wicked fast. Like oh my god, I just met this kid last month, and now he's living in my house.
0: Now the when. We so Jennifer and I have a mutual friend named Sessie, Ce- and she uh she was having a get together at her house, and that was the first time I met him. Yeah. Uh, but so the 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 weekend we met him, met Wesley. What was the, what was that? That was the celebration of your friend's life. death, yeah, or, you know, yes, his funeral or yeah. memorial service, some yeah. shit like that. That
1: was to get together to celebrate his life, right, and death. And so, yeah, that was um when. You met Wesley, that happened. I had met your granddaughter the weekend before, I want to say, because we met on 4th of July. That's right. And the next weekend was when we had the celebration, because we pretty much had, uh, we tried to have a few days where everybody could come to um, my best friend's mom's house and uh, kind of celebrate Adrian. And um, so it was a very nice, but then it was also me having this child which worked out because Adrian's son, uh, AJ, is my baby. He's my nephew in, in heart, not in blood, but um, they got along very well. And it gave someone else for AJ to play with. So um, him and Wesley are buddy buddies now. Mm. And then bring, bring in your granddaughter, and they're the three musketeers because oh. they love to play together. Oh, so, my God. They get yeah. in so
0: much trouble. Cleo was there, wasn't she?
1: She was, but yeah. it wasn't the first time I met her. The first time I met her was the weekend before. Yeah, the Fourth of yeah. July.
0: Yeah, okay, I couldn't, I couldn't remember. So, just for all the listening ones, Kalia is uh, me and Zane's granddaughter. So, right. If I hadn't referenced it, before. well, I
1: didn't say her name because I didn't know if you wanted to or not. Eh, so, still learning. Still we're gonna, learning.
0: we're gonna be talking about these little fuckers in and out. So who cares? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we're. Uh, that's when we met him. Yeah. And then. So, this was maybe like middle of July is when we met him, I think. Yeah. So, and then, so we hadn't had Kalia that long either, like maybe three weeks, Mm -hmm. maybe. Um, And I had, I remember I had found a, um, not after school, but like a church. Yeah, it was a church summer camp thing uh, through the local Seventh day Adventist, uh, historically black university up here. And they had a church doing a camp, some shit. And so I enrolled her in that. And I think you sent Wesley's for like the last two weeks. I think week. it was
1: it was like two weeks because yeah. I couldn't find any other daycare that would take him because it's like, there's two weeks before school starts. No, yep. we're not going to take a new one. But luckily, um, you're, the place that you took Kalia to let him go Ooh. and he really, really, really enjoyed it there. So.
0: Yeah, I was happy about it because I, like, I get a little... So Jennifer... Uh, um, if you could, if we hadn't said it already, Jennifer uh, adopted a little black boy, and Kalia or, or Zay and I adopted um uh, a young black man and his sister, and Kalia's also black, so I was I'm always I don't want them surrounded by a bunch of white faces all the time, yeah. I don't want Cause them because that's us, yeah, we're like
1: the whitest of the white.
0: Oh my god, yeah, all three of us are pasty AF, yes, so I didn't want. I don't want her to always feel like the other. I, yeah. don't want, I don't want her to be surrounded by other people of color that you know, so she's not feeling. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm glad I found that place, although they were closed down for COVID, which yeah. is very sad. Unless, last two and, years. Yeah. The last two summers yeah. to spend. In 2020 horrible. and 21. Yeah. Oh, I hope they come back.
1: Yeah. They had a great time there.
0: They did. And then he started third, second grade, didn't he? Second grade. Second grade at yep. a very not so great elementary school.
1: Well, I don't live in the best neighborhood, so we had, <laughs> the, his, his second grade was in the, um, not like they were failing, so I actually got him a minority to majority transfer because he's a little black boy, so I got him in a really good school with the transfer for third and now fourth grade. Um, but yeah, so let me go back. I get him. He's living with me. I'm not so much fun because this is twenty four seven, not just a weekend. Mm-hmm. And so we have to figure each other out, which woo, it was a process. Mm-hmm. You know, they in the classes they talked about a honeymoon phase that the kids would be like angels um, to to you to just kind of be kept um but he he really didn't have a honeymoon phase it might have been like a week and then he showed his true colors and yeah. i found out that he has adhd uh oppositional defiant disorder he has an anxiety disorder i didn't
0: you know about the anxiety disorder? yeah i
1: had well i had to take him to that psychiatrist is yeah. that yeah they had to officially diagnose him mm. um because Whoever his foster parents were before, they said he didn't have any problems. So I got him on medicine. We're still tweaking it even two years later to try to get his right combination. I'm not saying that he's a bad kid. He's just hyper as all get out. And sometimes it's a little much.
0: Yeah. Well, and you're strict as fuck. Yes,
1: I am. Very strict. Yes.
0: It's uh, like uh, y'all butt has a lot about that. Yes. But also... Uh, you know, in addition to the medication, the motherfucker was illiterate. Yes. In second grade, could yeah, could barely read.
1: No sight words whatsoever. No
0: sight words. Kalia in kindergarten could do was she was on he was probably behind Kalia in, yeah. when she was in kindergarten. Yep.
1: Yeah. And I have tried my damnedest to get him caught up, and we're getting there. It's. Yeah. It's a, it's a, process. Ugh, it's a process, but we're getting there. So yeah, so we have an illiterate child, second grade, eight years old, um, needing medication. We've gotten all figured out, and I figured that when you said I was strict as fuck, this is the reason why is because I figured you can't become stricter, but you can become less strict. So I needed to find our medium of what the best way to do it is. So yes, I was very strict at first. And I'm still strict, yes. I've I feel like I've gone down a little bit on my strictness.
0: But you're still strict. I think you just chilled out on the punishments have gotten a little less crazy.
1: Well, that could be yeah. But I mean this is just me. I can't change how I want things to be and you know
0: Well you like control.
1: That's very much very much true. (laughs) I mean I'm not gonna lie.
0: That's true. I mean, and we will have an episode soon about uh, discipline. Oh, yeah. We will discuss our bearing <laughs> uh, techniques.
1: Yeah. His lack of techniques. Oh! Eh, no, no, I
0: was kidding. <laughs> um, Okay. So, let's see. Where were we? You got him. You get him into school and he's illiterate. Oh, he's also got a stutter.
1: Yeah, well, he had. We figured, fits, we fixed that. I think that was.
0: I still hear it every. Other well,
1: time. I mean, it's just when he's wicked excited.
0: So, if it sounds a little odd in the audio, we had to take a little bit of a break because there were some ice issues. So, yes. uh, if we have some continuity issues in this episode, sorry about that. We'll start. Sorry. Stir, we'll stir a, no, we sorry. are sorry. Not start. Ooh, oh. you were hearing thunder because it's about to get stormy. Yes. So you were talking about getting him and then I think we were going to talk about the lawyer next?
1: Yes. So (laughs) we went back and forth, me and Wesley. And I think it was because I was strict. So he never had discipline before. You could tell that he was just a TV kid. Like the TV was his babysitter. And I was not for that. I made sure that he did what he was supposed to do. Read even though he him and I do not do well reading together <laughs> as I know he can do it. And then he wants to be a l- little lax. And so he guesses a lot and he's like, I don't stop yelling at me. Nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, dude, I know, you know this word,
0: which is hilarious because with my granddaughter, you are like a little miss cheerleader. And it is so funny because I'm like, you know, she was a little bit more like that with Wesley. <laughs> but I
1: can't because I know, I know. he
0: I know. I he know.
1: does a shit deliberate that he's like, uh, well, orange and the word was spider. Like, there's not any fucking way orange and spider go together. Like, they sound out like they're. Supposed I know,
0: to. I know, and I get this your way. daughter.
1: Try, I mean, your granddaughter tries. I mean,
0: let's let's be, let's keep it real now. That little bitch, that little
1: bitch did good when we read. that's because I forced
0: it, but I also like I when I. I've tried to do math with her, and I've gotten her in tears before. Well,
1: it's because it's, it's if it's you your did child. Wesley, you would not have gotten her in tears. If I did Clea, yeah. it's the same way. We're nicer to the other person's kids yeah. than we are to our own. And that's just, or maybe not nicer, but just like, yeah, more it's patience. easier because yeah. it's not yours. Yeah.
0: you the, the irritation buttons are not being pushed. Yes. So.
1: so, anyways, we go back and forth whether he wants to get adopted or not. He he had threatened many times, put shit in a suitcase and said, you know, I want to go back to foster care. And then um, we had many a talk. And even one time it was to the point where, like, I was in tears having to come to your house. And have you talked to J- uh, Wesley about... Wesley? Wesley. It's the whiskey and the Wesley. <laughs> um, talk to Wesley about does he really want to get adopted or not. Like, it was... That was to the point of almost no child no more like yeah. just send his little ass off yeah i remember um luckily that didn't happen or unlikely depending on how you view it or <laughs> what day it is for wesley um we <coughs> finally we use um the lawyer that you used you off you you know said hey this is the lawyer we used she's cool because she does adoption as a um, not a side gig, but she doesn't charge you anything extra. She just uses what the state gives and mm. because she loves doing adoptions. Yeah. She loved being that person that united the mom and the kid and the dad and the kid, you know, that kind of thing.
0: So what Jennifer was referring to a second ago was that uh, in Alabama, I think in most states they give you a, st- the, if you adopt out of foster care, the, the state will give you the lawyer like a stipend or something like that. In Alabama, it's like a thousand bucks which in most lawyers in alabama that's not enough to do an adoption um but yeah she we're talking about jennifer gray rest in peace which we'll find out in a moment um but she she did ours for free and we loved her and she had the sweetest dog duchess Duchess. oh Oh. my god
1: like just to go there and talk to the dog was like the highlight of
0: she always had Duchess like in the back area, and I was like, "Can we let her out?" Because
1: <laughs> she just
0: Duchess would hop up in the chair and just love all over you. Yes, and she was so soft,
1: so soft, and so yes. and just very rambunctious and full oh, of energy. Sweet. Wesley loved her too, so oh, yeah. whenever we went there, Wesley was playing with the dog while we talked. Um, so yeah, we got a lawyer, we were ready to get adopted in February of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. The day before our adoption. The judge calls me.
0: Dun, dun, dun. And I'm
1: like, what the fuck? Are you supposed to be calling me? Mm-hmm. Like, do do I talk to you? Like, I ain't never been to court before. I don't know, even though this is a good thing about court. to ain't... meet you, baby? Yeah, I don't know, nothing about nothing. So, the judge is like, I'm sorry to tell you this, but your lawyer died. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> I'm, like, all right, to be fair, I, like... She was not the healthiest of people. Like, she was uh, a thicker lady, and she smoked a lot. Yeah, but you don't think that she' going to die? No, yeah. She she wasn't, like, 80 years old, like, walking around with oxygen or some right. shit. So, we, when you told me she died, I was like, what? Yeah.
1: Who it was fuck a fuck? very unreal moment. And then the judge is like, but don't worry, because she filled out all the paperwork, which is good, and you don't need her, <laughs> which is just kind of mean-sounding, but to, to the truth. So, we went... Um, to the courthouse didn't have a lawyer, but the judge signed the thing, and then uh, I had Jason Zane, our friend EJ, Kalia, my mom and stepdad, pops,
0: your brother too, uh, my it? brother
1: Patrick, and Meredith um, was there, wasn't she? was there. Meredith th- couldn't make it because oh, her kid got sick.
0: Jessica came,
1: but Sessie came and Jessica came. Yeah. Um, and so we had our little family,
0: Number. you know,
1: and the little judge, uh, chambers, I guess. And Wesley got the pound the gavel and he got to pick his name because, so, um, you can change his name to anything. He liked Wesley, so we kept it, but he didn't have a middle name. And for some reason he was a third, which there were no juniors in his life. So I really don't know how his mom came up with that, but, um, He wanted a middle name, so we went over middle names, and I was like, you know, what's a, what middle name do you want? So first it was like Mufasa, and I'm like, baby, I am not gonna name you Mufasa from The Lion King, sorry. What about Simba? No, he didn't want Simba, but then he wanted Jordan. Well... Cause he wanted some Jordans, and I'm like, baby, that is not a good enough reason for mom to give you Aww, the name Jordan. Jordan
0: would have been a good name. No, <laughs> no. And then I was like,
1: baby, think about people that are in your life that you admire and you care for, and that you you know you'd feel comfortable like being named after. And so he took a second and he thought about it for real, and that really surprised me because he's very, um, like Sweet. quick and yeah. just. I'm just gonna say whatever. First thing that comes off my, you know, uh, off my brain. I'm just going to say that real quick. But he thought about it and then he was like, I want to be named Jason. So he wanted to be named after my best friend Jason. Which when I told him, he about cried. So, yay. Um, So he became Wesley Jason. And he got my last name because he hated his last name. Which we are still fighting to get his last name changed on different paperwork Two years later,
0: I'm and amazed it's, by that. Like I, the in the school system, they still have referred yeah, to. Yeah, I had same. to do
1: it this year, like because COVID, I couldn't. I didn't even yeah. get to see his new school in person. I never stepped foot in it. Sent my son there every day, but I never got to go to it. And then now, I finally got to go in for um, to meet his teacher and all that. I finally got his name changed at school, but his medicine still says brown.
0: Yeah, I've gone to like Target to go get his prescription every yep. now and then, and I'd be like, "Oh, Wesley, so and so," and they're like, "Who?" And I'm like, "Uh, Wesley Brown?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's it." I'm like, "What the
1: fuck? Why is it still
0: Wesley yeah. Brown?"
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. The third, too. The third again. Yeah. There's no junior, but so I, um, so yeah, when we get adopted, and you know, it's been downhill ever since.
0: Oh, it hasn't been that no, bad. No, it hasn't. It's it's. it has been uh, peaks, and yeah, peaks and valleys. Yeah, definitely.
1: But I think that's with any kid. And then you know, he has a new family. Yes, mm-hmm. but he's lost his whole family, and then he's lost other families when he thinks about his foster families. And well,
0: when you know, when you were talking about how he was not wanting to be adopted, I think that was his idea. Is like, I just want to go back to my old foster family. Right. And he didn't realize that that was not an option. They right. had. Those assholes were going to drop him off at DHR.
1: Well, so, yeah, that was the foster family prior to when I had him. Right. So, it was a family had him, then it was a group home, then it was me. Oh, okay. And the foster family had a little girl, and they fostered him, and they were ready to adopt him. So, I guess foster families don't get the information that we do Mm -hmm. when we're going to adopt somebody. So, they just knew there's this little brown kid that needed a home. Okay. Well, they took him. Well, then they're like, oh, we're going to adopt him. Okay. Well, here's more information on this child.
0: Here's his nibs. And then they're like,
1: oh, he's been sexually abused. Like, they went to the extreme. And... He touched the little girl's leg in the car one time and mom was like, no, we're not going to adopt you. Yep. And then, so they tell him, I guess, in said car and he throws a ball at them. And so they decide to drop his ass off at DHR. And I'm like, what the fuck? <sighs> because yeah. if like he had been with a good foster family. That's another babysitter for me. Like, that's a, hey, go spend the weekend with them so I can have mm-hmm. a weekend to myself because mama's hard. Hey, mommy, mommy in is hard? Mom, yeah, not mama hard. is hard. <laughs> mommy in is hard. That doesn't sound Be right. being a mother is hard. How about that? I
0: was feeling that whiskey. Yeah.
1: No, I was the words. It's just the words are hard.
0: Boy, she's hard.
1: <laughs> but being a mother. It's hard work. How about that? That makes it less sexual. <laughs> um, so having a weekend off is nice. Yeah.
0: No, I, I agree. I the we have been super lucky with our with Kalia's old foster family that we yeah. we could still call them. That. We haven't called them in probably like a year and a half just because COVID. But right. Um, yeah, they were amazing. Yeah,
1: and Wesley yeah. talks about them all the time, and oh, I yeah. wish I could be like, yeah, let's go see them. But fuck no. No. you know my baby wrong. Bullshit. Yeah. You know, you are not going to get away with doing my baby wrong mm-hmm. and then have him in your life. No.
0: No, ma'am Pam. No,
1: that's right. So, you know, I'm protective and, and, you know, I might not need to be, but that's what I am. I'm very protective of him. Yes. And so, yeah, so can't have his foster family in his life, but... He still talks about them, so I let him talk. And then I just tell him... I don't tell him why, because he doesn't know the reason why they kind of just dropped his ass off. So he thinks that it's me being the bad guy. You bitch. And so I just tell him, you have to wait till you're 18 before you can know about your biological family or your foster family. I was like, baby, they don't tell me any information. I don't know nothing. You know, And, Mm -hmm. and I don't like to lie, but this is
0: a good lie. well I mean, you know I mean i mean i hate to say it but he's just not i don't think he's mature enough for the truth no because it would he's well i think it would cause more troubles than it's worth yeah if he were in finding the truth so so yeah oh these little shitheads yeah they've been through so much
1: they have but yeah so that's my my journey your
0: journey into to motherhood oh single motherhood yeah it's been an adventure. we've watched Zane and I have watched the whole thing, and I, like I had I remember when I was younger and before I met Zane, I was like, well, I I know I want kids. I, you know, I was willing to do it single as a single person. Um, watching you do it, and I'm like, Oof. goddamn.
1: <laughs> but when you were younger, you probably could have.
0: I I could still do it now, but it just wouldn't be. Oh, goddamn. I don't I I don't think I would want a young one. Yeah. I would not want a baby.
1: No, no. No, no, no. No, no, no babies. babies. No. I'm I too love old th- for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love
0: babies, but I love sending them home. Yeah. I love my, I have a second granddaughter recently. She'll be one years old in November. And I'm like, oh, I love you. I love being able to send you home. Yes. And I can't wait for your, your sister to go home with you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love my granddaughter, but goddamn. But I'm I mean, you know. I know. I know.
1: You're gonna miss her. I,
0: oh, I'm a boo hoo. Yeah, you and better leave. You're
1: it. gonna have Wesley up your ass because That's true. then he won't have no one to play with. That's true. But we love our kids, even though we talk shit about them.
0: Hey, you know what? The thing I wanted most about this podcast, it's like I I want people to realize, especially people who are even considering foster care, to have a better sense of what the fuck they're getting into. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, like parenthood is lonely sometimes because yes. you're like am i doing this right right and, and you
1: fuck up all the time oh yeah. oh my god
0: yeah and you have regrets constantly right. and you're like am i doing this right am i fucking this kid up is this gonna be forever right you know, like is this one fuck up i did gonna make this kid you know like a serial killer right. for the rest of their lives
1: or a fire starter
0: mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> so even though it's frustrating. I think the thing I wanted to talk is like I just want to be able to talk about our frustrations. Um Uh so I think we're doing I hope that we're doing the Lord's work. Shut up. <laughs> I will say though, we I um I and I I was hoping we could talk about this. Um have you had anyone tell you um or Wesley? Uh, You're so lucky. Yes. I hate it. Oh my God. It's the worst
1: fucking thing in the world.
0: Yes. He is
1: not lucky. No. He lost everybody. Yep. Yeah, he has me now, but motherfucker had a family Mm. like six brothers and sisters, a mom, I think a dad, grandparents, whatever, and. Poof. Gone. Mm. Now he has a mom.
0: And a mean one at that.
1: Yes, exactly. But. If, he didn't have his vi- if I didn't have my village and he didn't have his village, which is all of us, it would be a lot harder than it is. Yeah. But yeah, he is not a lucky child. No. I mean, maybe one day he might appreciate that I adopted him, but he's not lucky.
0: No. And I remember in the classes they told us this, like, every adoption starts with a tragedy, not a tragedy, but a loss. Well,
1: I mean, it's still a tragedy too, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah, they're, they're getting gone. adopted.
0: It's an end to... The uncertainty in their lives, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But it is not like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, no, no. They went through hell. Right. This is an end to the hell, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. But. And this- with me as a mom,
1: it's not the end of the hell. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Certainly not the end of the grounding. Exactly. Uh yeah, we, I think Zay and I I was I don't remember where we were at, but this guy saw me and Kalia out and he gave me a fist bump and he's like, You're doing the Lord's work and I'm like, What the fuck are you talking about? I'm you like You don't know me. You don't know me? I'm like, I can be a child molester. I just I'm snatch this baby. You off don't the know me? Street. <laughs> I'm gonna go sell her. Shit yeah. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, people. That is Yes, that's them. bad. Um Yeah. Yeah, oh. we were
1: at Target the other day, and the the, the cashier was like, "Is that your son?" And he was like, "Yeah." Oh, you're you're doing, you know, you're doing such good work, and you know, you're doing a good job. Bitch, you don't know me. I
0: I hit. I'm gonna hit. Beat him when I get right. home. Right.
1: I just don't. I beat him to the point where he doesn't show the bruises because right. that's what they taught you in the class.
0: Mm-hmm. You hit <laughs> him under the. You hit him in the where the clothes covered.
1: Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. That is not what they teach you in the class. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's not that they're lucky. I'm lucky that I got Mm -hmm. a somewhat good little boy who gets on my nerves, who I love dearly. (laughs) But, yeah, it's not him being lucky. No. 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 Not at all.
0: They've suffered hell. And this is hopefully the end of it. Yep. Oh, girl. Well, this has been a pretty good first episode, I'd say. I think so. So, um, we're... I think you pretty much covered your path to journey, your path to journeyhood.
1: Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. who's feeling the whiskey well? now?
0: Well, after three shots, but I'm feeling very good. All right. So this point in the podcast, um, you want to, we're going to have a little snack time. Woo-hoo. You want to talk about what snack we're eating?
1: Um, we're eating some pretzel chip, pretzel hmm? chips. Cri- crisps, chips? chips. Oh, I can't uh, see the bag from where we are, but we will have pictures on our Instagram yes. about this and the whiskey. Um, mm-hmm. Jason's husband, Zane, is our photographer. Yes. And he is doing an awesome job. Like, he's making it all pretty and shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I would have just put a bottle in a bag, and that would have been it. But we are eating pretzel crisps. Oh, I was right. Look at me. And they are a garden vegetable um, variety. And I will say that it is very seasoned. Like, bam, in your mouth
0: just just.
1: I, I mean i don't think i like them
0: you don't No. i mean they're
1: strong it. like if there were less seasoned i would like them more stop <laughs> stop eating them crisps right in front of the microphone
0: here's a little asmr for our friends on the pod yes
1: it was a green bag we thought they were parmesan garlic
0: yeah
1: yeah no it's okay i like the uh the blue bag yeah. That one's my favorite.
0: Yeah, that's the, tr- that's the tr- traditional salt. one. Yeah. yeah,
1: this is just a little too seasoned for Dylanful.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. It's a seasoned. lot of in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh huh. Literally. That's what I said. All right. So yeah, we-
1: that's my uh that's our snack with our with our whiskey. Now we did try not to crunch too much into the microphone, but. You know, it does happen, so, yeah, so whatever.
0: whatever. Um, all right, so now that we've had our snack time, shall we have story time?
1: Ooh, story time. Yay. All and right, it's there's... my story time, isn't Ooh, it Ooh, it is. Oh, yay.
0: It's a doozy.
1: Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I don't even know, like, this the... is the craziest thing has ever happened with me and Wesley.
0: Yeah. This one, I was just like, my God, I can't believe I did that. Well, this
1: is only a couple months into me having
0: him. Well, I will. I just as a preface, it wasn't. It was stupid. It was incredibly stupid, but it wasn't malicious.
1: No, no, no. He, well, he thought he was doing something else than what he did.
0: Yeah, um, but I he thought it was being nice. About, to I, I
1: learned a lot about it. Yes, yeah. you're very, very. True. True on that, but it's yeah. also the yeah, first I time I ever got called into the principal's office. Um, as an adult, as a mother, Now, <laughs> well, as a child, I was sent there pr- plenty of times. Um, that's probably a different podcast. Anyways.
0: Like mother, like daughter. Yes,
1: yes. So we, I was at work. I get a call from the principal, and they're like, uh, we need you to come to the school.
0: And he hadn't been enrolled in that school very long. It
1: was like two months, yep. I want to say, yep. if that, um, again... Bad memory, so don't know exactly the date, but... It was fall it was,
0: of that first year. Yeah, it
1: was it was very close to me just enrolling him and getting yep. him in. Me having him like three months.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I have to go to my boss and be like, hey, school hey. called. I got to go see the principal. And I had never done that before either. So again, a new thing. So I had to leave work, got to the school, went to the principal's office, and there's Wesley... And there's a baggie on the table between the principal and Wesley. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? In my head, because, you know, of course, I'm not going to cuss at a principal. I will in my head, but not in person. (laughs) What the fuck is this shit? Right. So I go in, I sit down, and the principal's like, do you know what this is? And I look at it, and I'm like, the fuck? That's my catnip. And he was like, well... Your son said it was marijuana. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's, it's catnip with cats. Like, it's their marijuana, but it's not illegal. You buy it at Walmart. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: So apparently, Wesley found the catnip on, like, the tallest shelf that I have in my house. I wasn't even hiding from it. I just hide it from the cats. And he took it, like, climbed the shelf, took it to school, offered it to a little girl i guess he liked and said i used to smoke this with my brother and so of course in my head i'm like my boy has smoked weed one thought i had weed two and And, brought it to school three
0: and so he would have that would have been his biological so he probably would have been like five or six at the time
1: yeah four or five six somewhere like Itty-bitty smoking weed with his big brother. Oh, my God. What, what is, was, is what I learned later on, you know, asking him questions. Because, of course, I had to figure out what the fuck was going on. Because, yep. oh, my God. Like, you know, it's just catnip. <laughs> so the principal was like, you know, we're pretty sure it's catnip. I'm like, no, 100%, definitely catnip. I don't know if I can eat it, but I would. I mean, I would show you somehow. Let me bring my cat from the house. Like, don't know the fuck to do about this, but it's not weed. Like, I don't have weed at the house. No.
0: Good thing you didn't bring the crack in.
1: Well, I mean, he didn't, Couldn't find that.
0: <laughs> that's hitting a little better.
1: Well, that's in the room, the locks. You know, under the vibrators. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, principal's like, you know, we sh- we could suspend him, and I'm like, why? It's catnip. Because, you said that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I love
0: you. And he was
1: like, "But they." He thought it was we. well. He thought it was we. He eight years old. He don't know what the fuck he's thinking about. So it is catnip. So he gave the little girl some catnip. What? Like and I'm taking what? up for my, you know, yeah. my baby. And so he didn't have no trouble at school.
0: Oh, but when he got but home,
1: Mama. Oh my God, Mama got him. Like Oof. I guilt trip the out of him like <laughs> my mom was queen of guilt trips for me but i would look at the cats and be like i'm so sorry you can't play with your cat it because wesley took it to school and he got in trouble with it he took it away from you mama can't never bring it home no more because wesley will take it to school and na 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 nah. and i just guilt tripped the fuck out that boy
0: did you ever think about smacking
1: not really okay it was funny like <laughs> you know to me like i try not to show it to him of course but i mean yeah it's a kid thing you know that's what kids do
0: so if you're hearing the that strange sound in the background or we put our kids in the back bedroom to watch a show and they decided to join us yes to, uh, my husband decided to take care of it hopefully
1: it's such a sweet man him but yeah, so that's what kids do. They interrupt. They steal shit. They take shit to school thinking it's other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just what they do. So yeah, that's my, my story for story time. Oh
0: my God. That, that still makes me crack up. I remember what happened. I was like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I just had to be like, Jason, guess what the fuck he did? Like, oh it's God. unbelievable in one sense. And then such a Wesley move now that I've known him for two years in the other sense.
0: Yeah. That is very a Wesley thing. <laughs> that and the, like the little girlfriend thing, because he's always talking about, "Oh, I got a girlfriend." like and it's like five different ones every week.
1: Oh my God. So one more thing before we leave. The first time he ever called me Mom, we were at Oakwood. So he hadn't known me but maybe a month, two yeah. months. And I had just picked him up from the daycare before school. The summer camp thing. Yeah, the summer camp thing. I call everything daycare. I don't know. (laughs) And um, he comes in the car and he's like, mama, guess what? And of course I'm like, he called me mama. And then he says in the next breath, I got a girlfriend. What the fuck? (laughs) Second breath. (laughs) Like, yay, boo. Like, you know, what do you do when a second grader tells you they got a girlfriend? You say oh baby that's cute how is she your girlfriend <laughs> oh she said she was okay that's good
0: <laughs> she's pregnant now no
1: fuck no <laughs> he can't have a real girlfriend until he like 30 you know right
0: that's what we tell calia yeah <laughs> you ain't having a boyfriend you have at the house that's child. right Oh, my God. Well, Miss Jennifer, how did you think our, our premiere episode, our first, our very first episode? Uh-huh. How did it go? I think it went well. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I hope our listening, our listening audience enjoyed it. I hope so, too. Well, join us next time for uh, A Guide to Poor Parenting, and thanks for listening. Uh,
1: If you like our podcast, please give us a five star rating on whatever platform you're listening on.
0: Whether it's SoundCloud or Spotify or iTunes, whatever. Uh, And if you don't like our podcast, then just. Tough shit. God damn it woman, I was gonna add something to the. Well, you
1: didn't write it down. Oh. So we'll learn that later.
0: All right. well, third episode. For- <laughs> Second season.
1: <laughs>
0: well, thank you for joining us and we'll see you again soon.